0: Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock!
1: But the evil that men do...
0: On. We're gonna bang! Yeah! You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Ladies and gentlemen, I have seen the truth, and the truth has set me free. Clint Schweitzer, Music Mania Podcast, but this show It's not about us whatsoever. It is about one of my favorite up-and-coming bands. The band is Crazy Licks. They hail from Sweden. We are going to be joined by guitarist uh, Jens Lundgren coming up here. Going to be joining us via Skype from Sweden to talk about the band's latest album Forever Wild it is an absolute hair metal masterpiece all the way from Scandinavia yes crazy licks have been at this for 17 years now and uh, just now really starting to break through and uh, you hope that you know in America that they're able to gain a foothold you know they're um they've been on the road they've got some shows coming up uh, in Europe and in Germany but I'll tell you what if you're a fan of loud screeching guitars Choruses for days. You know, if you like that production value that uh, came from the 80s from bands like Def Leppard, Motley Crue, uh, Poison, White Snake, Winger, Danger, Danger, then Crazy Licks is the band for you. Let me introduce them to you guys. I'll tell you, I could not be a bigger proponent for a band. It's like they reach every single musical taste of mine. They hit every nerve, and their latest album, Forever Wild, is my favorite hard rock album of the last decade. I am not exaggerating. Um, you can go to our website right now, musicmaniapodcast.com, where I've recently written an article about Crazy Licks and how they are the metal heroes that we all deserve right now. Go check that out. Check out the band. Uh, Go to crazylicks.com right now to order the album It Is Forever Wild. Of course, it's on Amazon and Spotify, iTunes, and all of that. If you ever listen to one thing I have to say about one band... I hope that you will check out Crazy Licks because I have been um, championing them for many years now, but their last two albums, 2017's Rough Justice and now Forever Wild, it is the band's masterpiece. It is absolute melodic hard rock perfection. If you're a fan, like I said, of that 80s style driving hard rock, hair metal, whatever you want to call it, Crazy Licks is for you from the image to the sound. They've got it all. And we're going to be talking to Jens Lundgren uh, about uh, kind of uh, his journey. He's been in the band for uh, just a couple years now, but he's been a part of the band's uh, two best albums and Crazy Licks. I, you know, you just got to hope at some point that a, that a promoter takes a chance on Crazy Licks, bringing them to America to do a proper tour because America demands and deserves this type of music in 2019. We need it in America. We need it all over the world. It is so uniting. And I'll tell you, if you need a summer hard rock album to get you through these hot summer months, uh, Forever Wild is definitely your album. It is uh, definitely in vain of something like Rat's Detonator. It takes me back to that kind of sound and that kind of production and those kind of guitars. Of course, you got Danny Rexon. He's the lead singer, definitely a tremendous frontman. The band has, uh, you know, gone through some evolutions over the years, but is very solidified now. And uh, we talked to a bassist um, Jens Solholm a couple years ago about Rough Justice. That band is still in its uh, current incarnation. So, Crazy Elix. Go to the website crazyelix.com. You can get all the information. Look them up. Check out the video for Silent Thunder. It's uh, on YouTube now. It's definitely an homage to Top Gun. Uh, Definitely has that uh, 80s naval aviator vibe going on. And you're going to want to check that out because uh, Top Gun 2, it's coming out next summer. Maybe they want to use Crazy Licks on the soundtrack. I don't know. All I'll tell you is that, um, you know, on this show, we love to find bands that are kind of under the radar, and this is one that I want to bring to the forefront and do a show centered specifically around Crazy Licks. This is all about Forever Wild, all about this band from Sweden that has been grinding for 17 years, and here they are on the precipice of greatness, and we hope we can help push them over the edge. Go to the website, musicmaniapodcast.com. You can read my article again on why they are the heavy metal saviors that we deserve in America right now so huge summer of course for us here on the Music Media podcast I am backlogged with interviews there's gonna be so much coming up guys Uh, in just a couple weeks I've got uh, Vixen coming up here at the Edgerton downtown days gonna be checking out my ladies Vixen I got Cher Ross coming up in an interview a future podcast. I've got Ron Keel coming up for sure. That's going to be, you know, just a tremendous one. I got so much coming up on this podcast. We are backlogged with interviews. It's going to take us through the summer. That's what this show's all about. You already know the songs on this show. We tell you the stories, and we're going to be doing that all summer long, in addition, of course, to hitting out lots of shows. We gave you our coverage from Rocklahoma from just a couple weeks ago. What a tremendous event that is. Braving the weather, as we always do. Finding a way to stay comfortable in that cushy media tent—that's key for one. When you get to be my age, you don't want to be out there, you know, slinging mud with the uh, the average person, the average concert person out there, because uh, you know I just don't have it in me anymore. You know, I'm I'm used to kind of being on the media side now. I've lost the edge, uh, if you will. So. Anyway, a lot of big stuff coming up. You can uh, send me an email, musicmaniapodcast at gmail.com, if you have questions or concerns or uh, any advice coming up for for the summer. If you've got a a show you want to review, we're glad to put it on our website. So hit us up there. We're going to be giving away tickets, guys, coming up this summer to the Latter Than Life Festival. So stay tuned for that. That is a festival uh, featuring bands like Guns N' Roses, Stone Temple Pilots, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Slipknot. It's going to be in Louisville, Kentucky. It's going to be uh, September 24th, 25th, and 26th. So be on the lookout for that. There's going to be um, a lot. We're going to be giving away passes to that event as the summer rolls along. So be sure to like the Facebook page. Hit us up on Twitter at MusicMania underscore show. And, of course, before we get to our interview with Jens Lundgren, From Crazy Lex, got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Go visit them today off Antioch Road in Gladstone. Once again, tell them Music Mania sent you and there will be a discount or it's on us. CD Warehouse in Gladstone, 22 years, a staple of the Northland. Louder Than Life, America's premier three-day rock festival, comes to Louisville's Highly Festival grounds at the KY Expo Center September 27th through 29th, starring Guns N' Roses, Slipknot, Disturb, Rob Zombie, Godsmack, Marilyn Manson, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, Hailstorm, and many more. Single day and weekend passes are available now at louderthanlifefestival.com. Experience it live. Well, I tell you what, it is a huge pleasure for us to welcome our very special guest this week on the Music Mania podcast. It is guitarist Jens Lundgren joining us all the way from Sweden. He is, of course, the guitarist from Crazy Licks. Jens, thanks so much for staying up late with this man and talking about the new album Forever Wild. I know this has been a crazy time for you. Let's talk about that album. Just kind of talk about this album and what it means to you, my friend.
1: And I mean, this album is... Rough Yeses was a little bit darker, I mean, we call it like driving, driving car in the middle of the night kind of album. But for a while it's more like summer feeling, you know, this feel good around some of the songs. So it's not that different, but uh, I think we, t- we took another step like to a more uh, like feel good uh, atmosphere. If you like to say so, but my work on the album has been um, it, it, its we recorded most parts of the album in my studio, uh, the drums and the guitars and, and stuff like that. So we 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 really try to capture this—I uh, uh, mean this vintage feeling when you when you put condenser mics uh, in the hallway in the staircase when you really record the. Acoustics of the drums I mean we used I think we used like twenty mics on the drum set, I mean stereo miking the cymbals and over and under and and I mean in the hallway, as I said and I was in 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 contact with um Chris Laney, the guy who has mixed almost all the uh, Crazy Lakes albums, and he told me like what he wanted me to change on this album uh, compared to the last album, so we just we just did what we did on Rough Justice and we tried to. Take it up a notch. And I think that's exactly what we did.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, to me, this is the hard rock album of the decade. I, to me, it's like one of those albums that fits into my taste 100%. And I was a huge fan of Rough Justice. I've, I've been a fan of the band since the, the beginning. But uh, for what this is, I don't think people realize that you, you know, and I'm glad you described kind of the recording process because I was going to ask about that because it just sounds like guitars on top of guitars. It's so well produced. Uh, from backing vocals and everything, every instrument—it just sounds. It's not, you know, what it sounds like. It sounds like, um, like Pyromania, um, Def leverage Pyromania.
1: <laughs> you know uh, what I mean?
0: Kind of yeah, I know. That, that, yeah. I don't know if that's what you guys were going for, but just that sleek production. The songs are huge. You got, you uh, know, I mean, everyone's seen the video for Silent Thunder now. Um, were you kind of going for like a Top Gun vibe there for, uh, for, for Silent Thunder? Because it definitely has that kind of Top Gun movie vibe uh, on silent thunder that's a coo- that's a really cool video you guys did
1: yeah uh, that was awesome we we rented this warehouse uh like this big uh industrial area like a uh, two thousand square meter place and we we built the stage ourselves like we rented you know all the parts for a uh, construction um, uh, you know construction uh, building stuff and we we rented a the lights and moving heads and, and backline and everything and we we made it all up the stage and then Danny found this uh, movie project uh, I don't know that much about it but he he, he uh, bought the rights to use like 90 seconds of this those uh, video clips that you can see in the video um, so when you put it all put it all together it's uh, it looks like a video that's made in 1989 as you said with the Top Gun references and the, the flight suits and you know everything that we that we did it's uh, it turned out great really happy about
0: it absolutely it's tremendous uh, and, and you've been in the band uh, for three years now um mm. kind of talk about your what you knew about uh, crazy licks um how, how it kind of came about that you joined the band obviously it's no uh, i don't think it's any surprise that you joined the band in 16 you come out with rough justice in 17 which was your best work the band's best work till that time and now an even better album with uh, forever wild I'll just talk about kind of how you uh, became knowledgeable about crazy elix and how you wound up joining the band three years ago and what your journey has been like with them the last three years <clears throat>
1: yeah that's a funny story actually i, I was a huge fan of crazy elix back in 2006 something like that <laughs> i was let's say i was 18 years old or something i found out crazy elix they were They were on a really small level playing like, uh, you know, small clubs and, you know, just local shows or whatever. And I saw them in in my hometown um, and I loved the band. And I've been around ever since, you know, I've seen them maybe 20, 30 times live uh, growing up. And then back in 2013, um, they asked me to record the guitars in my studio. Uh, which was going to be the, uh, um, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot the name of the album. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Riot Avenue. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Riot Avenue. They asked me to record uh, guitars in my studio for Riot Avenue. And so we did, and we got to know each other a little bit better. But unfortunately, this album was... Uh, not well accepted by the fans and you know, uh, they lost members in the process the bass player left the drummer left and And they went with another kind of they, they tried to They tried to record an, a different album that than new religion um, Don't ask me why but they wanted to approach like rock and roll airborne ACDC vibe and that was that was the wrong decision obviously so um, and after that, they they had to continue making albums to prove that they were still like this '80s band. But I think they lost a lot of fans in that in that area, like 2013, 14. Um, then back into then in 2015, they had another problem because uh, Ed uh, Liam he left the band and moved out of town back to his uh, hometown in northern Sweden and. They called me and asked me to, to join them for a couple of festival shows summer of 2015. So I was the stand-in guitar player for Ed for a couple of festivals. We played a Bang Your Head in Germany and a, a big festival in Italy. And later that year, uh, Andreas told us that he, he, he would have to leave the band because he, he joined this British band Inglorious. So then they were out guitar player again um and danny had like two small sh- uh, kids at home uh, uh, and he didn't want to tour that much um actually they were on the verge of like uh, ending the band uh yeah. calling uh, and then i then i told him that i knew this guitar player from another band in in um, in my neighborhood uh chris olson and they tried us out, like me and him together, and they tried out a couple of other guys as well. But we f- we fit perfectly, uh, both both uh, socially and you know music musically. So we we decided to to try like one more year. So 2016 was like a, a tryout for us, and we we did a couple of couple of shows, and we sounded like everyone told us that we sounded better than ever because me and Chrissy, we are really, really into like equipment. You know, we, we have lots of guitars and amplifiers like digital stuff and analog, and we, we tried out what, what sounded the best for me and him. So first off, this is the first time the band has toured with like two guitar players that have the same equipment on all shows, you know, so we sound, we sounded better and better. And um, then we came across this uh, Friday the 13th game. They wanted to do uh, this, the soundtrack or a couple of songs. So Danny wrote uh, X Triple I and Killer and uh, uh, Live. Uh, sorry, what's the name? <laughs> um, uh,
0: live before I, live okay. before I Die. Live
1: Before I Die. Yeah, <laughs> so we recorded these three songs in my studio in the summer of 2016 and um, then they, they turned out really great and uh, the, the, the record company loved the songs and the game company loved the songs and so this kind of, um, this was the beginning of recording uh, Rough Justice because we already had three songs, we had a sound So, we just continued uh, making seven more songs. And that was the, uh, that's how Rough Justice was made, actually. (laughs) So, um, it was made in my studio and um, like as a tryout to to try our gear and like how we would sound together on a record. So, uh, that that was, that that turned out great.
0: Well, it's, it's unbelievable to think of where the band was on the brink of breaking up to now two albums that are uh, unbelievable and now uh <laughs> forever wild to get to this point where this album literally and you know and we had uh yin soholm uh bass player on whenever rough justice came out and you know he talked about uh kind of his influences uh yins you tell us do you kind of share a lot of the, the same influences as the, as, uh, as the other members of crazy licks it's no question that the band sounds very similar to so many, you know, um, hard rock bands from the 80s, uh, whether it be Def Leppard, L.A. Guns, Alice Cooper, White Snake, so, many, so much of that sound. Is that kind of what you grew up listening to? Is that, is that kind of the music that you grew up on as well?
1: I think my influences are almost the same as uh, Danny's and, and Jen's. We have, we have like yeah. the same music taste, basically. Uh, Motley Crue, Kiss, Aerosmith. Um, Def Leppard, White Snake, uh, and, and me and Danny, we love uh, uh, like uh, Danger, Danger, uh, Rats, Europe. You know, <laughs> Rock Set. Uh, so, so we have Lord we have a lot that. of uh, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: That's
1: awesome! I'm yes. a huge Rock
0: Set fan. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you can no, have, but, the influencers are all there for you too So is that how important is that? To share that because I, you know, in a lot of bands, you know, you have so many different opinions and so many different. But to for a lot of you guys to kind of share that, and where does it come from? I mean, you know, you're a younger guy. Uh, you're younger than me. Uh, uh, <laughs> not quite a bit. I'm not only I'm 35, and you're younger than me. You're younger than a lot of the guys in the even in Crazy Legs. So where does that come yeah. from? How does it happen?
1: How How does it happen? Like we're in different ages, or uh, what do you mean?
0: But you're that uh, that you grew up listening to that uh, growing up in Sweden and listening to, you know, music from that era when, you know, you know, Uh, all
1: right. I mean, all right. Uh, I don't know. I I think I saw like this uh, talent show on TV when I was uh, seven or something. And there was a guy dressed like uh, Joey Tempest from Europe uh, in leather pants and a, a wig and uh, singing Final Countdown and I was, I was hooked uh, instantly and I asked my parents like, what is this? And You know, I didn't, my parents didn't listen to, to Hard Rock or any, anything like that and, and, and they said, oh, it's, it's a famous Swedish band in Europe and I, I wanted to listen more to them and I, I think I got a CD or something and then uh, the weekend after in the same talent show on TV there was a guy dressed like Angus Young in ACDC and um, he was my favorite guitar player grew, growing up. So I, I played a lot of ACDC stuff, the, the, the blues, rock and roll stuff. But uh, the 80s attracted me more, you know, with the, with the image and, and the big uh, choruses with, it, with the big choirs and, and synthesizers and all that. So, uh, I mean, you, you don't find that music easily uh, in Sweden because it's, it's, it's not that popular. So you, you really have to dig to find that music you know and, but but nowadays you have the the rock stations uh radio stations they they play a lot of 80s uh hair metal but uh, when i grew up you you didn't find that stuff and we sure didn't have internet uh until i was uh 16 i think and then we had this uh you know this really slow internet so it took like uh, one hour to download one song and it cost cost my parents like a fortune so <laughs> the <laughs> they ended up buying records because that was cheaper than downloading them. And downloading is wrong. So you shouldn't do that. Right.
0: (laughs) The ironic thing about that is, is that now people in America to find this kind of music have to go to the Swedish bands to find it. It's uh, you guys crash diet, hardcore superstar, all amazing bands that have sort of kept that flag flying over these years. That's kind of strange. Isn't it that you have, now Americans seeking out this kind of music in, your, in Sweden. Uh, yeah, whereas you were having to come to American bands. Now we have to come to, to, to bands like Crazy Licks and, and Crash Diet that have kept us alive. And I think that's really important and that's really cool. And I think, you know, for, from you guys, is there, is there kind of a frustration about maybe not becoming, you know, as popular in America as you should be right now? Is there a frustration? about that because you got i mean honestly if, if forever wild came out in 1989 it's number one everywhere you know what i'm yeah, saying
1: yeah, yeah it, it's so fun to read that i mean people tell us all the time oh why didn't you came out in the 80s you would have been huge man yeah but i mean if i was born in, i was born yeah. in the 60s maybe i wouldn't even end up playing 80s rock and roll but exactly. here we are here we are playing the music we love and i mean uh we have a great uh, record company that allows us to, to to play the music we want, and they don't interfere with our music or the mix and stuff. And, and we want it to sound this way. We have a close discussion with with a mixing engineer to like, no, we want this snare drum from you know this Rat album, Detonator from 1990, but we we need a kick drum from uh, you know Danger Danger's first album in '89. So you know, uh, it, it's actually it's so much fun uh, doing an 80s record in 2019 or 18 when we did um for a while because um we have all this uh, equipment and we Danny he's a great songwriter and, and producer and he together we really find the sound and we we make it the way we want it to sound and uh, as you said, with Americans coming to Sweden to, to listen to, to 80s music, that's that's a lot of fun, because in 2008, when uh, when I was 20, we flew to Los Angeles to meet up with a friend who, who moved there to become a rock star, you know, playing uh, in different bands and stuff. And we we, th- we thought that the strip would look like we saw in Motley crew movies, you know, from the 80s, but... It, it, it wasn't what we expected it to be but t- today's climate in europe i mean it's it's more 1989 now than ever in europe yeah i mean w- when we come to festivals in belgium or germany or italy like this weekend i mean there's so many people with big hair and leather pants and i mean they have the looks that i mean people haven't looked like that in sweden for I mean, 30 years. So that's so, so fun to see it. A, it's a growing genre and people really love everything about it. So it, the mm-hmm. retro. It
0: way. doesn't hurt. All Swedish people are just very attractive. It's not, it's be different here in America when you have, <laughs> you have slobs dressed like that. But like, there's, a, you, you know, you guys go out there and you guys all look like you're, you know, from like pinup models. And that's, a, and that goes for the <laughs> women too. God, I've never seen anything like it. I told that to Jen's, uh, a few years ago, I was like, "Is there?" I mean, I just don't understand what it is about Sweden and, the, and the, uh, the attractive people that are there. It's unbelievable. And that doesn't hurt. Like when you've got that image and you've got, you know, you look like Motley Crue in 1981, it really helps. Now, I got to ask you, do you do you have a favorite song um, on Forever Wild? Because as a big of a fan of, of the guitar and the soaring guitars that are on this, I've always, I'm a huge fan right now of the song Eagle. To me, that's my favorite song on the album uh, as of right now. What's, what's your favorite? Uh, from Forever Wild.
1: I mean, it changes. I mean, during the production, um, I thought uh, definitely "Eagle" was my my favorite song uh, because of the you know the the rhythm to it and the and the choruses and I mean, I love do 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 do. It's so much Def Leppard, but it, it's not a Def Leppard song. <laughs> I know, you know, and- so. I, I really love it and, and it's um I think it's the first song I wrote um the first solo I did on this album and um turned out great but I think now I'm more into the, the title song or the last song uh, never die forever Wild, because I love the the tempo of it uh, the attitude and and the, the outro solos where um, me and Chrissy, we go wild. You know, we do like four bars each and it's like a solo battle. And then Joel does a crazy drum fill in the middle of the solo. And it's, it's like chaos, but I, I can never stop listening to it. I have to rewind um, when, when the song is finished. I always rewind like 30 seconds to, to listen to the chaos again, because it's and, and then then you leave with a great feeling. When the album is uh, is done, is you want to hear it again?
0: <laughs> it does I think it's important nowadays in rock music when you know there's so many veteran acts that I'm still such a huge fan of. I mean, I just saw uh, you know, the Kiss uh, farewell tour. I've got um, I just was at Rocklahoma and saw Bush and Jackal and so many bands that I'm just such a huge fan of still, that I still get to see. But as those bands kind of you know slowly start uh, you know passing away or retiring, I mean. We saw in the last few years, Twisted Sister, Motley Crue, uh, Lemmy from Motorhead passes away. So many bands are just no more. How important is it, do you think, you know, for, to have a band like you guys, for fans to really believe in in rock and roll? Because to me, you guys bridge the gap between fans and carrying this on into the future. So how important is that, you know, for you guys, that you are kind of waving the flag for this genre of music going forward? <clears throat>
1: I think it's really important uh and also it's important for us to have bands like Harky Superstar and Crash Diet and you know other bands because it it's so hard um when you're alone trying to do uh, this sub genre that it actually is right now but uh it, it helps that it's becoming more and more popular to play this kind of music um and and people people they they really they really think that, like, there is something happening in Sweden. I know, you know, there's a lot of good bands in Sweden or from Scandinavia, for that matter. And um, I know there's there's not a lot of big giants still out there doing this uh, kind of genre. Uh, but I think, like, the new Motley Crew movie, uh, that opens uh, so many new fans i mean there's so many young people watching that movie and uh likes what i hear and and listen to molly crew and then they find other bands that still tours and i think it's it's um uh, it's uh that that's what's make makes it keep going um, I, so it's yeah it's really important
0: Do you, I mean, you share the stage with some, some pretty big bands. You've been on some big festivals, played with a lot of bands. Have you had any moments where like, you know, you know, maybe you played at a festival or with a band that you really liked uh, growing up that maybe came over and talked to you or, you know, um, you know, gave you some advice or has there been any moments like that where you've been able to connect with some bands or play with some bands that you're a big fan of growing up?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, um, I'm a huge fan of Danger Danger. And uh, we played a lot of festivals uh, with them and Defiance. So, I mean, and, and Bruno Ravel, um, the bass player, and he's the producer of the band. I mean, we played in uh, England last year, uh, a festival there with a lot of bands, TNT, um, Skid Row, and Danger Danger, and we all hang out backstage and talked about uh, you know record production and how to record drums in the best way and what synthesizers they used back in 89 and what synthesizers they use today and you know that's uh, that's a sh- sh- childhood dream to to uh, talk to your um, heroes and 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 hear them uh, tell you all those stories and I'm also a huge fan of the darkness, uh, and I met Justin and Dan a couple of times last year at Sweden Rock Festival, and we hung out backstage. and Dan had his daughter with him, so we just talked for a few minutes. But it's 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 so cool to hang out with you know bands that you adore, and then you're at almost the same level when you're in the backstage area in the restaurant, and you you nod at each other and maybe have a you know, coffee together and just talk for a few minutes. So, that's awesome.
0: Well, Jen, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm I'm on Amazon right now looking at the the reviews for Forever Wild and I'm just uh it just really uh brings a smile to my face to see so many great reviews. Some people uh saying this this is as good as anything you'll hear in this style, the perfect summer metal album. That's exactly what it exemplifies uh, for me as well. So, you guys have done something here that to me is timeless and it's uh, again to me and you know not exaggerating it to me it's the in the last decade it is the best hard rock album to come out in the last decade and i mean that and i just Mm -hmm. you know you guys nothing but success going forward man you guys um have really created an unbelievable niche for so many people and um you know we just got to get you here to america sometime man so we could do it the right way we got to get you guys out to the whiskey so you uh so you could play some of the clubs out in hollywood i know that would be that would be cool for you guys as well man we got to make that happen
1: yeah, definitely. That would be cool.
0: <laughs> well, I know it's uh, late out there in Sweden. Thanks so much for joining us from, from Sweden here. You guys, we're uh, seven hours behind you, so I know uh, it was, it was yeah. hard to create a time, so we can't think enough for staying up late with us and, and talking about the album and talking about this. Good luck on the tour coming up. We're definitely going to be um, you know looking for you guys out there at uh, Wacken and your Germany shows in Bulgaria and certainly in Japan in September. Best of luck out there on the road, my friend, and we will catch up soon. Uh, the album's amazing, and can't thank you enough for joining us.
1: Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for calling. Take care.
0: Take care, man. Yeah. Thanks. Huge thanks to Jens Lundgren uh, for joining us all the way from Sweden. He stayed up very late. They're seven hours ahead of us just to make that happen. I appreciate him so much. The t- bands just got back from Italy like yesterday, and here they are. Jens is on the phone with us uh, on, via Skype. Cannot thank him enough for talking to us for really just getting that interview and really solidifies my feelings about this band and this album. The band is Crazy Licks, the album's Forever Wild. You heard the interview, you heard from Jens Lundgren, the guitarist from Crazy Licks. He's responsible for some of this melodic masterpiece that you hear. Of course, he's very in tune with equipment and the recording process. I told him that the album kind of reminded me of Def Leppard's Pyromania, it really does. That sleek production value that the boys of Def Leppard got from Mutt Lang back in 1983. So Crazy Licks, go to their website, crazylicks.com, a lot of big things coming up from them. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of big things coming up for us the rest of the summer. We're going to be out on the road covering shows, doing interviews. Guys, it's what we do, and we appreciate you subscribing to this podcast on um, Apple Podcasts as uh, iTunes is no more. We're not going to say the word iTunes anymore because the – Apple's killing it. So this is Apple Podcasts. If you had iTunes, you have an iPhone, you've got Apple Podcasts already on your phone, so subscribe that way. Or Google Play Music, um, of course, on Android, and uh, we're also on Spotify, so subscribe any way that you choose to get the show. Be sure you subscribe. Leave us some feedback. We always appreciate it. Guys, there is so much coming up. This is the spring and summer months, and that means getting outside, hopefully braving some tornadic weather if you're in the Midwest like I am, But hopefully, it's leading to more time at the lake with your friends, outside, live music, cold beverages. That's what we're about here on the Music Mania Podcast. And don't you forget it. So many big things coming up. Huge guests. Big interviews. There's so much more to come here on the Music Mania Podcast. Stay tuned all summer long. Your money stays and plays with us right here on the Music Mania Podcast.